0: We'll sports fans, bettors and cappers and welcome to the weekday edition of the competitive hedge podcast. I am your host of the show Kenneth Cotterrell and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and we cap things off with our last call segment sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery where we give you our daily betting card but before we get into today's episode this episode is also sponsored by bet 99. bet 99 is a canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting player props a cash out option and many more great products there are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on including nhl nba nfl and college basketball bet 99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's home page. Now, withdrawing and depositing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com today to make an account. Get started using code SHOOTERSON at sign up and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. And it is available to persons in Ontario only. But most importantly, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. That's the Ontario number in the ticker down below. We also have the Saskatchewan number here as well, given we are out west. And with that, let's get into today's episode. We had a great Monday on the show It was a clean sweep, 3-0 for over three and a half units. Now, unfortunately, the one game that didn't go yesterday was Northern Iowa versus Virginia. We know that was due to a shooting that happened down in Virginia prior to the game. And so prayers to all of the families that were involved in that tragic event. And we're really sorry to hear that at the campus of Virginia. Now, other results from yesterday that we had, Idaho State plus 22 they covered versus utah that was a one and a half unit play 70 to 58 it wasn't really that close to them covering either with about 7 minutes to go this was a three point game so idaho state really kept it close with another pretty uh average uh power 5 school then you had washington first half plus 7 versus philadelphia we could have taken the first half money line they were leading 20 to 14 and they go on to win the game 32-21. to Now, I don't know what it is. Taylor Heineken just seems to find a way to win uh, football games. And he did it once again last night against the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles, 32-21. to And it wasn't that impressive of, of a performance by him. He threw for 211 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. But Jalen Hurts had probably his worst game of the season. Uh, he only rushed for 28 yards. He threw for 175 and an interception with two touchdowns. So just not a great performance by Philly at home. Uh, They finally have a chink in their armor, and we'll see if they can bounce back moving forward. Not that they have the toughest schedule moving forward, but this was supposed to be one of those games that they win. And then Golden State, they covered the minus 7.5, saw that they were leading by over 20 points at halftime, and they go on to win 132-95. to So the minus seven and a half, that was an easy cash for the show. And now we keep it rolling. Now, as far as other headlines from yesterday, uh, there was a couple of injury updates on the NFL front. Uh, Cooper Cup is a high ankle sprain, no timeline for his return. I think all this means is that the Rams may be missing the playoffs once again. With no Matt Stafford, it looks like due to concussion protocol, he could be back this week. But even if he is Cup, he's been leaning on all year. So unless he can figure out a way to pick up wins with Allen Robinson and Ben Skoranek and company, I think that the Rams may be in a very difficult spot moving forward for a playoff spot in the NFC. And then their NFC West rival, the Arizona Cardinals, they lose Zach Ertz for the year. He was having a good year at the tight end position for them. Luckily, they have DeAndre Hopkins back. There was some news as well that Hollywood Brown was getting closer to returning as well. So it was a very interesting day on the injuries front in the NFL. Now, also what we found out on the college basketball front is that Kentucky landed the number one recruit in the nation for next year in DJ Wagner. Now, he was down to Louisville and Kentucky for this one, and he ended up choosing Cal and Kentucky. The number one recruit is also joined by Justin Edwards, Aaron Bradshaw, and Robert Dillingham, so it looks like Kentucky is going to be back with another fantastic freshman class. I still question whether Calipari is a great coach. We know he's a great recruiter. He's won a national title. I think he's a good coach. I don't think he's a great coach. He does do a good job of getting these guys ready for the pros. I just always question whether he gets them ready to win a national title that that particular year. That being said, it is the toughest trophy to win in sports, and he could prove me wrong this year with Oscar Tshibwe and company, and they do play tonight as well in the Champions Classic, which is a great segue over to our daily game slate, because now we're going to break down the games that are happening today in college basketball, NBA, NHL, and so before we do, let's play the video. All right, so let's talk about that daily slate of games. We're going to start in the NBA today. Uh, Only five games happening on the NBA front, starting with Memphis and New Orleans. Now, these lines, we're still waiting on them uh, to give us an official line on this one. But overall, right now on the injury front, looks like we could get Jaron Jackson Jr. back today. Desmond Bain is also a game time decision for the Grizzlies but so is Zion Williamson on the other side. And I think that's why we're not seeing any lines for this game yet, but the Grizzlies are coming in, having lost to Washington by 10 and the Pelicans just beat Houston by 13 at home. So a couple of young up and coming teams in the Western conference, uh, Memphis showed it last year, as did the Pelicans that they are hungry. They've got John ja Morant on Memphis. They got Zion on the Pelicans and a lot of depth on both teams. So This will be a fun one to watch. I don't know if it'll be a bet game until we see the final injury report. Now the Clippers, they're taking on Dallas tonight, but this is a double header for the Clippers. They just played last night. They won 122 to 106, but it was on the road. So now they have to travel to Dallas. Not a far trip, but it is a trip nonetheless. And Dallas, they've got a little bit of rest here. Uh, So... Overall, I don't love this game. I don't want to bet the Clippers right now while they don't have Kawhi Leonard or John Wall. Once they're back to full strength or even have one of those guys back, I may entertain some Clippers plays, just not right now. Then you've got the Knicks taking on the Utah Jazz. Utah's minus four and a half. Now The Knicks are coming off a night where they gave up 145 points to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And Utah, they lost two in a row to Philadelphia and Washington. So is Utah starting to come back down to earth? We expected them to be one of the teams tanking this year, but they got out to a flying start. Then they've lost the last couple games. So is this them cooling off, or will they write the ship against the Knicks tonight? I don't know, which is why I'm staying away, but it is an intriguing game to watch. You got the Spurs and Trailblazers tonight. Portland is minus seven and a half. Spurs on a back-to-back as we mentioned they got blown out yesterday by 37 points uh so the Blazers also just lost to Dallas by five points but they are nine and four on the year they've played really well out of the gate so stay away from this game I would like to believe that Portland can cover that but I don't know if I love them enough yet to be betting them above a five-point spread against any team in the league let alone the Spurs Brooklyn and Sacramento go tonight. The Kings just beat Golden State, but the Nets just lost to the Lakers, and they're 6-8 and on the year. They still have Kevin Durant playing, but it seems like it's him and a bunch of misfit toys right now. So I don't love this game uh, from a uh, spread perspective because Sacramento is minus 2. It will be a part of our betting card, though, on the over-under. NHL-wise, we got a lot of games happening tonight there. Uh, nine games on the slate, starting with Dallas and Tampa. Tampa, they are minus 210 right now heading into tonight's game. Um, looks like we're going to get Jake Ottinger, who's 6-2, and two, and Vasilevsky in net. So we get both the starters tonight for these teams. And actually, it's not even 210 anymore. It's already moved down to minus 170. So it looks like the public may be backing this Dallas team. Both teams are coming off wins. So this is a tough one to predict, staying away from this one. New Jersey, they're minus 175 versus Montreal. They were minus 150 last night. You got the Devils on a nine-game win streak in Montreal on a three-game win streak. Vanessic and Allen going. Fade this game. Don't watch it either. As much as these two teams have been rolling, I don't love either of them moving forward. Toronto, minus 115 versus Pittsburgh. Uh, Toronto just won and Pittsburgh just lost to Montreal. So, two teams trending in opposite directions, but Pittsburgh did just beat them four to two last week. Matt Murray will be back for Toronto going up against his old team, and Jerry going who's four, three, and two on the year. Stay away. Don't know where to go with this game, especially with Pittsburgh at home. Vancouver taking on Buffalo tonight. Buffalo's minus 125. Vancouver's lost three in a row. The Sabres have lost five in a row. When you got two teams like this that are not playing great hockey, this is a fade game. It's definitely one to monitor throughout the night. You may be able to get a nice bet on Buffalo if Vancouver takes the lead because they've been notorious for blowing leads. But as of now, do not have it a part of your card. And then we've got Washington and Florida. Uh, the Panthers, they're minus 210. They were minus 175 last night. You got Washington who just lost to Tampa and Florida who just lost to Edmonton. So two teams coming off losses and they're turning to their starters to see if they can pull out a victory. You got Kemper going, who's 5-7-1, taking on Sergei Bobrovsky, who's 3-4-1 on the year. Definitely one that I would lean Florida. I might have it as just a parlay piece if they are there for uh, the money line. But as far as having it as a straight-up show play, won't be putting that out there today. Philadelphia and Columbus face off tonight. Columbus are minus 135. Uh, but they have their backup in tonight. They've got Corpus Allo going, who's 1-1-1. One and, one, and he's taking on uh, Carter Hart, who is 6-2-1 on the year. But the Flyers have lost three in a row. Columbus has just lost as well. Two teams that are trending downwards. I think Philadelphia will right the ship tonight. Won't have it as an official show play, but might be one that I play straight up on my own. Then you got Minnesota minus 115 versus Nashville. Minnesota just lost to San Jose, whereas Nashville just beat the Rangers. You got Flurry and Soros going, so you do have both of the starting goalies. I would lean Nashville at home, but I don't love them enough to have them as a show play. So stay away on this one, but it might be a nice piece to parlay, perhaps with that Philadelphia money line. Then my Red Wings tonight, they are minus 130, taking on Anaheim. Uh, I really like the value of this game tonight. Just because you have two teams that have been pretty ice cold. Uh, recently, they both lost three games in a row. Uh, Detroit is turning to Huso tonight in net. And then you've got Gibson going for Anaheim. He's 2-8-1 and on the year, so he has not played great this season. So this might be one where you look at Detroit with Huso going as a potential road team to take. And then you got San Jose to cap things off. They're taking on Vegas who are minus 260. They were minus 210 last night. So clearly a lot of people on Vegas. San Jose have won two in a row. Vegas just lost to the Blues. But I think all that this says is that San Jose is a really bad team. They got Reimer in net tonight, but they're taking on Logan Thompson, who's eight and two. So when he's going... Vegas tends to win their games so that one might be one to look at the puck line I won't put out the puck line for the show but one to potentially look at in the late slate with Vegas at home now college basketball tonight as you can tell from the title of the show the champions classic is here which means that there is two major or four major programs sorry squaring off tonight and we'll get to those games but there is a lot of other ranked games happening Starting with number 25, UConn, they're taking on Buffalo. Now they're minus 20 tonight. I don't know if they deserve that kind of juice. I think Buffalo is actually a pretty solid team, but it's not one that I can bet on, not with UConn just getting ranked. They have looked relatively well in their first couple games, so that's a stay away, but it is one that I would monitor. Perhaps UConn goes up big a little bit early, and then you can get a steeper number on that Buffalo team, but I would stay away as of now. Then you got number 13, Auburn. They were 15 yesterday before the new rankings came out, and now they're taking on Winthrop. They're minus 18 and a half. so it is a bit of a steeper number for this team. Uh, I don't love taking steep numbers on those teams that are in the mid-teens. We've already seen some upsets in that range, whether that be Tennessee or Oregon, but this is a stay-away game for me today, although I do think Winthrop has a great opportunity to cover that game. Then we've got Kentucky. They were minus five and a half yesterday. Now they're all the way up to minus seven. This is the first game of the Champions Classic as they take on Michigan State. Now, Michigan State nearly beat Gonzaga to open up their season uh, in style. Uh, Ended up losing that game by one point. Uh, I think if anything, it showed us how not dominant Gonzaga is going to be this year. They're a team that may trend when we get to March, but as of now, they'd need some time. Kentucky we're not overly worried about there's a lot of talent here and they haven't even had Oscar to Shibway so he should be back tonight let's see how well they do in this champions classic matchup we will have a play for that one just as a little spoiler Gardner Webb take on UConn stay away or Yukon, UNC stay away from this game do not bet this steep spread UNC refuses to cover but that means that they may be due tonight so this is a stay away then you've got San Diego State. They're minus five versus Stanford. They are on the road today, though. This is one where I would lean Stanford. Won't be a show play, but one to monitor. Number seven, Duke taking on number six, Kansas. Monitor the injury report on this one, and we'll talk about it in a few minutes here. Then you got number twenty or number 18 now, Alabama. They're minus 12, taking on South Alabama. In-state rivalry game, Alabama's clearly the better team. Just can they cover the dozen points? And then number 21, Dayton, there 5, taking on UNLV on the road. UNLV is also undefeated, so it is a tough number there, but definitely a stay-away game for me. So with that, we've talked about a lot of stay-away games. So what games are we playing tonight? We got six of them ready for you with our last call pick segment sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. And before we give you our plays, let's play the video. All right, as I said, this segment is sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. They are a family-owned and operated company located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality, handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are out now. Their famous cherry whiskey, their chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka this week as well. So definitely go check out Last Mountain Distillery. Great products over there and support local pun for their vodka there as well. So let's get into our last call pick segment. Six plays for you. And we're going to start over with that Champions Classic with Kentucky and Michigan State over 141 at one unit. Now, Michigan State, as I said, they're and one They played Gonzaga really tight. Now, in their first two games, they've scored 73 and 63 points, so they're on pace for about 68 per game, whereas Kentucky, they've put up a lot of points, 95 and 77, so 86 per game for them. So that adds up to, well, if they both hit their average, then you're going to cruise for the over, but it can't be that simple. Two good teams finally playing each other. These two are usually in higher-scoring games, though, Kentucky right now is averaging double-digit threes per game. So I'm expecting them to cross 75 or 80 points tonight. All we need is Michigan State to reasonably show up tonight, and we're going to cash this over at one unit. So really love this first play. Second play that I love, Duke Moneyline tonight at plus 105 for two units. Now, full disclosure, I'm a Duke fan, so you can take this one with a grain of salt, but I think there is some validity to this one. Given that Kansas right now, they got four players who are game time decisions. If even one of these guys doesn't go, then I think they could be in a bit of trouble. That's Cam Martin, Zach Clements, Charlie McCarthy, and Wilder Evans are all game time decisions. So if you lose any of these guys, then you're a bit hobbled going up against a Duke team that they've looked pretty good in their first couple of games. They are obviously playing inferior opponents. Derrick White Whitehead uh, is the only one who's a game time decision for Duke. And most importantly, no bills sell for Kansas still. So they're going to be missing their leader. This is John Shire's first Champions Classic as well. He's looking for his first statement win as Duke head coach in the post-Mike Shashevsky era. So while Duke is the lower-ranked team, it's a neutral site. I think they've looked better in their first couple games. And with Kansas a bit banged up, give me the Blue Devils tonight. I'm also going with the Marquette Golden Eagles. Plus nine versus Purdue at... Uh, one-and-a-half units. Now, I just think that these teams are a lot closer than people think this year. Marquette started 2-0, and but I considered them a mid-tier Big East school. Purdue started 2-0, and and I considered them a mid-tier Big 10 school. Zach Eadie will lead this Purdue side this year, but Marquette loves to get up and down. This is a team that loves to play with a ton of pace. Purdue is looking to get into a slower offense. This is the complete opposite of what they were last year. I think they're still trying to find their identity a bit. So as long as the game paces up, I think Marquette keeps it close. And so early in the season, I love them at plus nine tonight to cover against the Purdue Boilermakers. And the final college basketball play tonight is NC Wilmington Seahawks. They are plus 14 versus the Oklahoma Sooners. This is also a one and a half unit play. And let's face it, both teams are one and one on the year. Vastly different losses, though, out of the gate. Sam Houston State is who beat Oklahoma by one. UNC beat uh, NC Wilmington by 13 points. They kept it close, though, the whole way. Uh, The number one team in the country, they pushed them to the limit. This feels like a steep number for a pretty below average Big 12 side as well. This is the trend that we've had this year is look for these Power 5 schools that the name probably bolsters the spread a bit. I think we have an example of that today and Wilmington's going to cover with relative ease in what should be a tight game. Then in the NBA, we are taking the late game tonight. That is Brooklyn and Sacramento, over 224.5 at minus 110. Single unit play here. Both these teams are in the upper half of the offensive rating, whereas the Kings are 26th in defense. So this is a good spot for Brooklyn to go out and put up 120 points. Kevin Durant to have a big night. And so this feels like Brooklyn's on life support on this road trip. They need an offensive explosion, and this is the team to do it against. So I'm going with the Nets. The Kings aren't back. And at minus 110, I love the value. And then to cap it off, the Detroit Red Wings money line at minus 130 for one unit. As I said prior, both these teams have lost three in a row, but Detroit's won four of their last 10, whereas the Ducks have only won three. And I think the Wings are a much better team Great upset spot here. And this is Homer Tuesday today. If you couldn't tell, we're rolling with Duke money line as well as Detroit Red Wings money line. So bet all these plays. Six plays for you today on the show. Appreciate everyone who tuned into our live show as we have it every morning at 7 a.m. Eastern time now with the time change. Appreciate all of you. Check us out on all of our social platforms at HedgePod. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning, hopefully after another profitable day for the Competitive Hedge podcast.